What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week and another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Uh, I'm your host, Lawson Leong, a.k.a. Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. The Perfect Shade of Brown. And with me is a super special guest, Maurice Licorice. <laughs> it is I, once again, Maurice Licorice, a.k.a. Kid Licorice from the Black and Snurdy podcast, as well Hell as yeah. guest General Friendship from with Lawson. Yay! Yeah, so there's that, too. Um, no, thank you for having me on the show, man. Thank you so much for coming back, Maurice. I, for, I have to put you over here. I uh, <laughs> I asked Maurice to do this on very short notice. And yes. I know Maurice is a busy man. Uh, uh, the funny thing is, uh, I... <laughs> so, a um, little bit of backstory for the listeners. Uh, I spent the better part of this year unemployed. And mm. then underemployed uh, at my current job. I won't say the name of it. But I uh, recently put my two weeks notice in because I got a I got a new like better way way better paying job uh, lined up. So like I'm really just dicking around in my current job. Like I didn't even go into work today. I decided to work from home. That's the that's the only reason why <laughs> I even was able to be in a position to to do the podcast today. So you're looking at a man who gives very little fucks right now. Little fucks, give him. <laughs> um, that's true. That is, uh, well, so I, so I caught you at a good time. <laughs> yes, you caught me at a, a great time. Yeah, Absolutely. I, not to besmirch any of, uh, my other friends who I asked, because I, like I said, this was very short notice that I was asking people, but I did ask like a half dozen folks, <laughs> uh, again, on very short, on, on, on reasonably short notice if they were able to do this episode with me today. And, um, Maurice was the one, the one behind the one. In 21 yes. and 1. Uh, I didn't ask 21 people, but... <laughs> it's all good. It's but all good. Maurice, is, is, Maurice is the Brock Lesnar of, yeah, of the I'm streak. The, I'm a part-timer. I come in, <laughs> just, like, wreck everything, and then I pick that paycheck and leave. Exactly. Maurice one time won a ladder match that he wasn't even in. That's, yes! <laughs> that's... How good yeah. he is! <laughs> I show I show up with a with like a bulldozer truck. I lift up the ring. Uh, <laughs> That's, right. Cowboy hat. That's what I do. That's right. Uh, you put over Cody Rhodes when nobody told you to do that, and uh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I, I I betrayed Cody Rhodes with no explanation given. At all. <laughs> no explanation. Three months worth of wrestle worth of build, and there was never an explanation as to why any of it was happening. I, uh, he just he, I, he was just mad at Cody out, out of nowhere. She just really didn't like him for some reason. Ridiculous. Um. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what a what a strange career that man has had. Uh, God damn, is he rich though? <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, he has a he he, he has a farm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Living out on a farm and I think he's one of those like rich like people who has like his own hunting grounds like yeah, <laughs> yeah. can you can you imagine just Brock Lesnar <laughs> with like just a, a a bow and arrow and a Bowie knife just coming like, after you in the woods <laughs> yeah oh no he definitely is hunting humans at this point like, like he could probably afford no- to buy like a couple of imported immigrants yeah. <laughs> that nobody that nobody keep chip track of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where's the Lucha Underground right now? Exactly, I mean, that's where it is. Sorry, where's Lucha House Party? I mean, oh yeah, all them, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, what happened? I was actually thinking, so I don't really watch WWE, but what happened to Humberto Correa? Is he still there? And uh, yeah. Angel Garza, are they still there? Yeah. So last time I checked, they got moved to NXT. Oh, um, okay. They're not really doing much with them at the moment, I don't think. That's I, a shame. I think they were I think they were part of like the tag team tournament recently. I don't watch a lot of NXT, but it is it, it, like I have been told that it's gotten a lot better than, um, you know, it's not like black and gold era days, but it's way better than like the when Vince Nickel- took over immediately. <laughs> yeah, when Nickelodeon reboot with all the colors yeah. and like the, the weird, outdated stereotypes and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Vince over and immediately said, "We have to have an Italian mobster. Yes, we have to have uh, Japanese a, schoolgirl, a Japanese schoolgirl, a sleepy uh, Japanese uh, girl as well." Yeah. Um. No, nah, man. It was. It was a. It was yeah. a ridiculous. And Von Wagner, of course. And when, when, when Von Wagner. Was and Von Wagner. <laughs> I. I'm sad because I love Ilya Dragunov. This has yeah, become yeah. this has become a wrestling podcast, now, everybody. But I, yeah, I very I, I rarely get to talk wrestling with Marie's actually. But um, exactly, exactly. And, and as much as like we, you know, like you know, we have a D and D thing. Uh, we never really get a. Ch- in fact, I we don't hang out as much as we used to in general. We do yeah. not hang. I mean, that's COVID for you. But like, sure, you know, yeah, it, it is what it is. But I did this just for you. Hold on, folks. Where's the line? <laughs> Thank you, Marie's. <laughs> That is that is tag team wrestling legend Bobby Fish. <laughs> Only being remembered for that now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the greatest tag team wrestlers of the generation. Right. But that's but what he'll were... be remembered for. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were saying something about Ilya Dragunov. You know, oh, he's a NXT champion, right? Right, I do know. So I don't I I really don't watch a ton of uh WWE or NXT stuff, but I Ilya Dragunov was like became my favorite wrestler like six years ago, mm-hmm. and then um, you know he got signed to WWE before there was an AEW, right, right. And I'm really sad because he's never probably going to leave because Shawn Michaels and Triple H seem to love him. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why would he ever leave? But it makes yeah. me sad. I really want him to be <laughs> somewhere else really badly. But uh, I mean, look, they love him though. They do love him, but I look like in my mind, like I still think that he, you know, if he gets up to the main roster and like he just ends up, you know, reaching the, the ceiling of just in the mid card, then yeah. he'll probably, you know, maybe, what I mean? yeah, it's possible. I mean, they treat Walter really well. Yeah, they. I mean, they do. Or whatever his name like, is now. <laughs> I forgot. No, it, it's, Gunther. It's Gunther. It's Gunther. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, but I mean, did you heard the the story behind that, right? Well, they like, made him get thin, which sucks. It's, uh, yeah, they made I hate thin Gunther. <laughs> actually, yeah, they they initially it was supposed to be um his name was gonna be Gunther Starks, and that uh, but they, they realized that's an actual Nazi name. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual Nazi name. So like, <laughs> they just said, well, we'll just call him Gunther. Uh, <laughs> They still kept the Gunther part. Like, no offense to people named Gunther out there who are real people, but like, no, he was good as Walter. He was uh, perfect as Fat Walter. Yes, Fat I, Walter was the best. Thin Gunther sucks. <laughs> I know he doesn't actually suck. I know he's a great wrestler, but yeah, he's yeah. not a nearly as cool. Yeah, but he's, I mean, like the 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 present. I mean, he's elevated the Intercontinental Championship. Like his mm-hmm. presentation is very. 
good. And when nope. he does eventually drop that title, like it's it's easy to see him going into like the, the world you know, title picture. World title picture, yeah, for yeah. sure. Right? Yeah, he's he's uh, one of the best final bosses in wrestling. Absolutely. He's, like uh, who else is up there? Tim. It's Roman. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Yeah, Roman is now. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I can't really. Uh, think Brock Lesnar was the other really good one. Oh yeah, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. the, the Beast Incarnate. Yeah. You know? uh, Triple H was a pretty good final boss at one point. I'll give him his due. Um, he was like, <laughs> well, well, I, I'll give him this. It's because he was, like, he's the type of final like he for as a shoot was married to the boss's daughter. Yes, and then in real life, and was a, the exactly, and then was like a. Also, a main event wrestler, right? So it's right. like from that perspective, it's like, All right, you know, yeah. as as like the, the <laughs> like the corporate final boss, you know, it's like oh, for sure, uh, fine, I'll give him his credit. I just, um, I don't know, I just, I I'm not putting him on the level of these other guys. I'm just saying he was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't put him on the on that same level, but I do see the merit of uh, of his final boss status back in his prime. So yeah, I, I'll give I'll give you that for sure. Yeah, um. Uh, yeah, who, I mean, uh, other final boss in wrestling, uh, email us in, your favorite final boss in wrestling. Yes, email I, us in, and we'll do a Watch Mojo, uh, list of top the top ten, ten bosses <laughs> in wrestling. In pro wrestling, baby. Yes, um, it will be a very subjective list, you'll be able to comment down below calling us idiots. <laughs> oh, you know who was a great final boss? Uh, Mako Satamora. Ooh, uh, uh, that's uh, Joshi wrestling. The right? Joshi wrestler, yeah, yeah. He's uh, in NXT, I think now. But oh, okay, yeah. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm only like tertiarily aware of the Joshi scene. I would like yeah. to. You know, I'd like to like explore a little bit more in depth one day. Yeah, uh, just like with. Oh, okay. You're the perfect person to ask. So, do you keep up with uh, New Japan? I, I do. Yes. Is it is it worth it now? I hear um, that it's kind of. <laughs> You know, the like, golden age of New Japan was 2013 to 2020. Okay, yeah, unfortunately, like, I feel like once the pandemic hit, like it, it really it fucked them suffered. up. Yeah, it really suffered. It's the pandemic, but also they've made some mistakes. I can't just blame the pandemic; they fucked up. Okay, uh, what would you say? like putting the, their booking has been shit for the evil? last three years? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> evil sucks. Sonata's uh, mid, mm-hmm. and uh, and. They, they, they treated David Finley like a, like a nobody, and now they're treating him like their new final boss character, and nobody buys mm-hmm. him. I like mm-hmm. David Finley, but you can't just pretend he's the new final boss. It's just right, no one, right. no one buys it. Uh, right, that makes sense. I uh, they're a rebuilding phase though. They got some good rookies. They're rebuilding. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, you know, like I, I, I didn't like really get into it. I just like. You know, I would watch clips here and there, and like whenever they would upload, like, and they show up on AW. Yeah, and when they show up on e- AW, uh, I I thought like I researched um, Naito's story, and I thought his story was pretty interesting. Like yes. always, you know, never being like good enough to be the guy. So then he yep. left, uh, did a journey in uh mexico, mexico. Mm-hmm. yeah where he he did um los inglo uh, bananas um it's it's lij let's just yeah. say LA. yeah um and then came back as just like this like 
you know, I, I'm I I don't even care. Like it is, I'm just cooler yeah. than y'all. You know, the anti-establishment. Like, I don't care anymore. Character. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that 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 story. You know, and then like building up to to him finally winning. Uh, you know, winning both belts. I think. Yep. Like, in twenty, he, that's when uh, that was the end of the era when Naito won both titles. Wrestle Kingdom, uh, January twenty twenty, right before yeah, the he, pandemic. You heard it here, folks. Naito is the cause of the downfall. I actually did used to say that as a running gag. I, I said that during 2020. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. They should have him. I used to do a character on Twitter, a wrestling Twitter, Maurice, where I pretended that I didn't like Naito. Mm, really? Yeah, it was just funny because there were a lot of Naito fans who were easily gotten to. Uh, okay, gotcha. So I did this character where I pretended that Naito was, uh, sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, to- I- yeah. Like I, I can appreciate anybody who like does trolling well. Like I'm not I'm not good at I like I I can troll a little bit, but like I can't commit to the bit for long like stages. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I only did a- it because I was so sure that Naito would eventually get there one day because he was mm-hmm. so clearly great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it for somebody who was actually on the cusp. Yeah. But no. I was so sure Naito would make it because he was he was obviously great. So it was no, fun okay. to pretend that he sucked. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but also his fans were kind of they were kind of wild sometimes. <laughs> I mean, look, like I look, wrestling fans. Look, there are two types of fans. No, I'll say there are three types of fans that I think wild out more than any other fandom. You know, like that's wrestling fans, mm-hmm. cartoon fans. Mm. Kanye fans. Damn. Those are the three that like Damn. if you if you say even one piece of criticism, like objective criticism, they will go for the throat and just like just come out guns blazing. You know, now, when like, you say cartoon fans, let's uh let's 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 pivot this back towards the, the show a little bit here. Do you mean like American cartoon fans or are we include an anime in here? I feel like I mean uh ooh. Uh, it might be both. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worse for like just Western animation than it is for anime. Mm. Uh, okay. I mean, you, you do hear stories about like you know death threats and stuff uh, for anime as well over bad endings and stuff. But like, sure. You know, we have we have like just in Western animation just terrible shipping terrible like True. just groups of just like the second season of star versus evil was was peak fiction and they should have never let marco like and break up her and tom or like and it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> and i and that was a specific example um that i wrote on the internet at one point <laughs> <laughs> I was the cause of the fandom. Game. It's you, you, you were the person. It's you. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah all been. There. I'm not gonna act like I haven't been there. Uh, I once wrote out this whole diatribe. I remember uh, there's this very specific uh, Naito fan that I was going back and forth with on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I thought it was like mostly friendly. But then one time they wrote something, and I just wrote this whole diatribe of, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it, basically they were, like, shit on Kenny Omega, because mm-hmm. they, they constantly shit on Kenny Omega, and I was like, yeah. you know, you only do this because 
You only you only compare you only say that Naito's better than Kenny because you can't compare him to Okada. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh. And boy, did that start a flame war. <laughs> yes. I was wow. like, you keep saying Naito's better than Kenny or whatever, and like you can get people to agree with you on that, but you're never gonna. People aren't gonna say he's better than Okada. Yeah, nobody will. And, that's, like, <laughs> and he was like, actually, he's better than Okada and Tanahashi. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. That's, and I was like, all right. <laughs> see, look, man. Like, like you've Good like, times. once you get somebody riled up, like, you've won the war, you know? This is why I got off of Twitter uh, a couple years ago, Maurice. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Oh, for sure. I'm not even on there. Like, sometimes I'll X. just look on there. Uh, well, yeah. I'm not calling it that. Like, <laughs> I got out before I had to, so I don't. Yeah, yeah like, so, sorry to the listeners. I will never refer to it by. There's only one. There's only two X's that I um that I recognize. Mega Man. There's three X's. <laughs> Mega Man X. Thank you. <laughs> Malcolm X and DMX. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, X gonna give it to you. Yes, exactly. Can't wait to get on your own. X gonna deliver to you. Yo, we can we can we can move on and get into the show. Yeah, right yeah. After. But but the the last thing that I will say is, um, I was recently doing uh my podcast with Odie, Black and Snurdy podcast. Um, and I was playing the X gonna give it to you uh instrumental. That instrumental is terrible like oh really yeah dmx like the the song is hard because dmx elevates it his voice you're right yeah is is his voice his rhythm like but if you're just listening to the instrumental it is trash like i'm sorry but like Mm. there's it's so many horns i've never heard like so many horns on a fucking rap song you know what i'm like I'm listening to it like in my head now, and you're kind of yeah. right. It's kind of nothing. Exactly. It kind of it's kind of nothing. Yeah, it's like it's asking to be filled. Like yeah, yeah. So. I meant I meant that sexually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Getting ahead of the, you know, you're thinking it, listeners. Um, yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, but stay. Uh, you know what? Uh, so s- segue. Um, you ever listen to music mashups, Maurice, on on the online? Um, I mean, I used to like early early doors of YouTube. I did. Was up. You haven't gotten into any of them recently. So, like, I because I will I'll go back to the music mashup genre like once every couple of years. And a classic one that I always loved <laughs> was uh, X gonna give it to you, but set to Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. I think it's gotta catch them all. Uh, so it's the, it's the Pokemon instrumental with DMX, but that's gonna give it to you as the the vocals. I think, and that I, shit goes hard. <laughs> first off, first off, text me that link right now. Okay, well, okay, after the show, because I, I get, I want that. I will send it to you. It's really, it's really good. Um, and it just goes to show the Pokemon instrumental better than the actual. Let's go give it to you. <laughs> instrumental on that we can agree. On yeah. that we can agree, friend. Um. So you're talking before a little bit about uh, anime flame wars, or sorry, mm-hmm. what is that about cartoon uh, yes. flame wars? Uh, Maurice, I have, what, what do you? What, are, what are, we've talked before about what the best anime, uh, our favorite animes are, and you have are the position. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you've said that Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is a perfect anime. 
Yes. And um, what was the other one you said was... This, you said there's, there's two perfect anime. Brotherhood, and what was the other one? Is that Okay, one? okay. So, um, I, I have long stated that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the perfect anime. Yeah. I've also said that my favorite anime is Garen Lagan. Oh, it's not even Gal. Okay, yeah. I always... Yeah. <laughs> I always mix those up because I'm not, I, I'm not a mech anime watcher generally. Yeah, but I, I yeah, those are the big two. Well, along with Gundam, but there's like a lot of Gundams. So yeah, there's um, so many Gundams that it, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to um you know parse like, them out. Yeah, parse them out, figure out the the entry point, and it's just so long. Yeah, uh, I actually you know recently made the mistake of um. I, I think I told you this, like, when the pandemic hit, like, for the yes. longest time, before the pandemic, for the longest time, you might know this, but I was staunchly against getting into One Piece because of how daunting <laughs> that shit is. Like, it's, it's so fucking long. Like, it's yeah. been going since 1999, the anime, I, at least. I kind of wish people, I kind of almost wish people didn't know how long it was and would just start watching it. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, but here's the but thing. But it's like, impossible. There's no way for people not to know, but yeah. Right, right, but but uh, but during the pandemic, I was working from home a lot, and I decided, you know what, like, it's on Netflix now, like, I have all this downtime, it's not like I can go anywhere, all the fucking stores are closed and stuff, fine, I'll watch it. And I gotta tell you, like, it's still ongoing, but One Piece is peak fiction. I'll I'll put it that <laughs> Let's way. Let's fucking go, bro. <laughs> Let's <It's> go. <laughs> absolutely peak fiction. My my I, I knew my, you would love it too. I knew you'd love it. I knew like, it's, <laughs> it's not that I ever thought that one piece was trash or anything like that. I just particularly The commitment though. The commitment, it was daunting. But then I had literally I had two years to just, you know, like not do shit because the yeah. world shut down. So I was yeah. just like, I'll dive in. And now I'm all caught up with the anime. I'm all caught up with the manga. Oh, like, let's go, baby. And <laughs> and I I've now I've now ruined my life because like not only am I caught up with the anime and the manga, but like the live action um released and I watched it with my lady partner. Uh Yay. shout out to her. But um <laughs> she she was she after we were done the live action, she was like, I like let's I I let's watch the anime from the beginning. And I was just like, God well, damn it, no. See, that's the thing. See, the <laughs> thing is want to do that. The thing is on Netflix, right? When you watch when you finish the live action, of mm-hmm. course the next recommend is, hey, wanna watch One Piece, the anime? Because <laughs> of course, what else would it recommend after that? <laughs> but also, yes, I feel you. I feel you, Maurice. Yes, yeah. it is. It is just very overwhelming. Like, because like where where we just got to Whiskey Peak, right? And while we're yeah. in Whiskey Peak, I'm a while me and her are on Whiskey Peak. Just you know, they're they're setting up uh for the Alabaster arc way down two arcs later. Yep. I'm over here just looking around at her, being like, "Who's that?" And I'm, and I'm just like, "You don't even you don't even know how important these motherfuckers are gonna be <laughs> later on. <laughs> you don't know about the Reverend. You don't know about Wano. Yeah." Yeah. There's emperors out there. You don't even know that Shanks is a big deal, dude. So like I've noticed this wave. Okay, I've noticed a couple of things. So like there was there've been a couple of One Piece waves, if I may say. 
Sure. And we'll get to Dragon Ball after this. But um, yeah. So COVID happened, and all of a sudden, a lot of the One Piece fandom was like, hey, y'all ever check out One Piece? And then people were like, man, I'm not going to watch One Piece as long. It's like, hey, you're unemployed, you're at home, why don't you check out One Piece? And then like half of those people, um, that's not a real number, but like a bunch of those people, <laughs> like you, uh, mm. like my boy Zach, uh, like some other folks I know, we're like, all right, I'll start watching. I'll start. I'll start this One Piece thing, yeah. and a lot of them caught up. Actually, it's a surprising amount of them stuck with it and caught up. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some people are still in the middle of it. Like a uh, friend of the show, Alex Flamin is still. Uh, I think he's in Skypea. I think. Yeah, I, I want to say last I check, our friend uh, Sam is Thriller Bark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also want to point out that Maurice and uh, Sam. Uh, who's done talking Naruto with us before? Uh, are in uh, my tabletop game, which is a One Piece game that I'm running now. <laughs> so that's fun. that's a lot Absolutely. of fun. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so so yeah, a bunch of them uh, caught up then. So then One Piece started to surge, and then the live action thing got announced, and then it turned out, oh shit, it's actually pretty good. So a lot of like people who have caught up watched it with their significant others, mm-hmm. and so the significant others. Like the live action, and so now are there's like a wave of like significant others catching up on the anime too, because I know most of, I know multiple people's girlfriends who like started the show after watching yeah. the live action. It's like yeah, that's the that's it's a the real natural, thing, it's a real thing. It's a yeah. natural progression. Like, yeah, uh, um, like and it, and it's and it's it's the okay. The frustrating thing is like well, okay, I'll put it this way. Thanks to the internet, like, I um, was able to find a list of the filler episodes yes. and, and, and arcs and stuff that we yes. could skip. Yes. But I just skipped right over those, right? Right. But, like, my partner is, like, a completionist. So mm-hmm. she'll, she'll be like, I, I want to watch those episodes, too. And I'm like, but they're not, they're not canon. Like, <laughs> I will not, say, and I'm, I, I'm not important. <laughs> I gotta be. This sounds like I'm just the One Piece Homer, but I, I swear to God, uh, at least in the first half of One Piece, a lot of the fillers are pretty good, actually. I mean, like some are better than others. The G8 arc is like really good. I the G8 arc I, is undeniably good, but um, you know, like the op piece with the dragon that's skippable. It's nice or whatever. We can skip that. Uh, um, I mean, I have to. I have to take your word for it. I'm not. I'm not committing to. To filler, I'm sorry. No, that's totally fine. Uh, the the G8 arc is is like the arc between Skypea and the Foxy arc, I think, and it's kind of yeah. it has a reputation of being like the best filler arc ever. Okay, yeah, so, no, but, I know, and I've, and I've heard that. Like, I've heard yeah. that it's for for a filler arc, it's really well done. Like, I don't even know. I want to find out who wrote it. Like, I'm like, who wrote this? Yeah, <laughs> so good. That would that I would be curious of that too. Um, I was but, so upset. To find out that the Davy Beck fight was canon. <laughs> um, to be fair, oh, like it, it, they made it worse in the anime. They, they, it's only half of it is canon technically. There's only in the anime they do two Davy Beck fights. There's only one in the manga. It's still my least favorite arc in, in One Piece. To be clear, like, I don't. <laughs> I think it's consensus the worst arc in One Piece. Okay, regardless, so then, but um. So then maybe this is, and, and we can we can move on right after this. But then, yeah. uh, do you have a favorite arc? Uh, Annie's lobby is the best arc in um in the anime. Really, I think so. 
Hmm. Okay. Now, to be fair, I have not watched all of Hunter Hunter from beginning to end. Okay. And yo, you know, you know what? I came to the conclusion recently. Yeah. That I think, and a couple of my friends pushed back on me on this a little bit, but I think Full Metal Brotherhood is the best anime of all time, top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and I mean in that exact phrasing. I think it is the best anime, top to bottom. Yeah. Cowboy that's... Bebop is close. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I wouldn't I wouldn't besmirch anyone who says Cowboy Bebop's the best anime top to bottom. But mm-hmm. I think Brotherhood is just I mean, what do you want, man? It's it gives you everything. What do you it, it, it gives you everything, bro. It's like, like it, if you're looking for character dynamics, if you're looking yeah. for world building, if you're looking magic for magic system, fights, you know, oh yeah, and drama. Realistic magic, like not realistic, but like a, a well balanced, well balanced and well realized. Yes, because that like, ties of, into the narrative as well. Because a lot of magic systems, like, just fall flat, like over time, or like it's it just becomes like like a number, and then the number becomes like looking at just, you, bleach. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, spiritual pressure, my ass. Looking at you, bleach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, a lot of people copy Dragon Ball too much, let's be fair. That's true. Yeah, but Dragon Ball's why we're here, so. Yeah, that, is, that, is why we're, that is what brings us here today, listen. Yeah. See, brought it all back around. Absolutely, but, uh. Just meandering? No, no, we're here. We have structure. Yes. Everything I've said is scripted. Way to do. Nice read of the script, Maurice. Take, oh, one no, take. No. In one take. <laughs> this podcast is scripted. Uh, and without further ado, it's time to get into this week's episode of Dragon Ball. That's right, Maurice. I say it like that every time, even though I'm not Japanese. This week. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Just waiting to, I'm just waiting to be canceled. Someone do it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This week, it's a make good for the listeners. So obviously, when you're listening to this, you look at the episodes, you're like, wait a minute. Last episode, they did 27. But yeah, it's because we missed 24 because I lost the audio. So that's my bad. But thankfully, Maurice is here to be able to uh, help me squeeze 24 uh, back into the narrative here. So episode 24 of Dragon Ball, Krillin's Frantic Attack. Also known as Kuridin's Desperate Offensive Defensive Battle. Which is... Uh, very defensive. Very uh, defensive. Not as good a title. It's very clunky. <laughs> Sorry. It's a very clunky title. <laughs> yeah. Now, the American air date for this episode was September 20th, 2001. That was so close. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> so I've noticed something, Maria. The thing is... This this season of Dragon Ball season two, yes. Uh, according to the according to this, they basically aired this season before, through, and after nine eleven, IRL <laughs> in America specifically. Really? Yeah, because like last week's episode was like September nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Like it's like every day they aired it. I guess it's really weird. That is weird. That's a weird um, way of doing things. But I, mean, I guess they were airing them on weekdays, though. I, I don't know. It's yeah, but it's it's uh, so that while that was happening, Dragon Ball was airing in America. It's just it's just what it is. Uh, last time, uh, 
Goku fucked up a, a, a monster Giren. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jiren, the big bad in um, Dragon Ball Super. I was gonna point out how redundant that would be. Like, do you think that? <laughs> do you think at a certain point he was just like, you know, I, I'm I'm tired of coming up with unique names. Like, let's just <laughs> copy and paste, change one letter. I mean, it took him 40 yeah. years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go from Giren back to Jiren. So, all right, uh, yeah. So, guess he ran out of food to name. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm giving him a little too much credit. Uh, <laughs> So, the announcer, who, by the way, this guy is a character in Dragon Ball, all the way, like, through Z, and then into Super, and GT, even, so, um... You have to, you have to understand, like, uh, like, for martial arts announcer, it's a really stable job. Like, yeah. There's a lot of, like... <laughs> he's had it for life, yeah. He's had that job for life. It's the same character. Yeah, he, he gets a pension. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has health benefits. <laughs> he gets dental. Um, it's only partial. Mm, well, you know, the economy. Uh, it's a dog president. Dog president yeah, can only do so much. They got a dog president and they got monsters running around. So, like, you know, you can't have but so much benefits, you know? You got a pension, but you got to come out of pocket for dental. This dog president cares just like what Hitler used to do. Anyway, um, thanks, dog president. Anyway, uh, the United States. Not my Fido. <laughs> No one has ever thrown in the towel in the quarterfinals before. That's right. So just a reminder, Monster Garen, who got built up as this big monster guy, uh, literally threw in the towel and gave up like a bitch. So um, <laughs> anyway, so they made history there. Mm -hmm. uh, Goku will face Nam. Krillin will face Jackie Chan in the semifinals. Before we get to the semifinals, let's have a little interview with our, our, our boys, our best boys. Uh, Goku and Krillin come out and he says, uh, wow, you guys are really strong for such young guys. Uh, how old are you? And Krillin says he's 13. Um, then he puts the microphone in front of Goku, and Goku's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and Krillin goes, it's a microphone, you dummy. And in the English version, he goes, a Michael, what? And Krillin's like, you gotta talk into it. And Goku's like, oh, okay, is it for me? And Krillin's and Krillin like, just answer the question, you're embarrassing me. So Goku says, counts on his fingers that he is 12. Um, to the shock of many, Krillin thought Goku was older than him, which I think he was just coping, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So, like, we, we get confirmation. Is this, like, the first time within the series that we get confirmation that he's 12, or did, yes. or did I miss an episode or something? This is the first time in the series it's confirmed, because I had looked it up in previous episodes, because I was curious, but this is the first time they were saying it in the show. Okay. All right. So... He's he's a he's a twelve year old boy yes. with a tail, like yes. and and at this point within the show, we don't know why he has a tail. We know that if he looks at the moon, he turns into a, a, great a, a giant, a great ape. Yeah. Um, but like, I it does it does it make it better or worse that we now know that he's twelve years old and there's been numerous episodes where he's including this one, shown his ass and his Dragon Balls, <laughs> you know? Um, like, and, or worse? and his, and his little Goku, um, yes. <laughs> <Just> go on. 
Yeah, uh, we've seen uh, we've seen his Gohan, his grandpa Gohan. Uh, I think we had a counter going. I but I was in charge of the counter, so it's we're up to like five or six. <laughs> right. right yeah. We even saw. I don't think we saw Krillin's dick, but we saw Krillin's ass. Oh yeah, because he farted in Bacterian's face. That's what it was. Yeah. So we've seen Krillin's ass now as well. Um. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, there's no way to make it better, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> There's no number he could have said that would have made it better. Like, all right. all if he was right, like, I'm right. six, if he was like, I'm 25, <laughs> I'd pretty much feel the same way, I think. I'd be honest all with you. Right. Um, right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. So, oh, right. So his tail grew back last episode against mm-hmm. uh, Monster Garen, which so Oolong and Bulma are freaking out because they know what the fuck that could mean. Uh, if the moon is bright, Fernando. Uh, so. Uh, also, Krillin's like, hey, it's kind of weird that you have a tail on your back. And Goku's like, that's where tails grow, silly. And then, uh, the announcer, uh, is like, hey, it's kind of weird you have a tail. Goku immediately drops his pants and shows the crowd his ass with the tail. Uh, and the interviewer's like, please pull your pants up. <laughs> and, uh, one of my favorite moments here, after Goku says he's 12, Bulma, I don't know what, like, I don't know what her problem is but like she has this like look on her face of like disgust and she's like huh he's 12 huh i thought he was closer to my age you think you know somebody it's like that's not his fault what are you mad yeah, about like, like what, what, is, what is going on like you, first <laughs> off didn't you shoot this man with shot him on sight on sight like, shot him yeah you know just <laughs> you shot you so i wonder okay it, it, here's my head cannon Here's my head, head, head cannon. Yes. This is like a defense mechanism or the realization that she shot a child. Yes, <laughs> like, I think you're totally I mean? right. You're like, totally I, right. Yes. I think now it's to it's to it's <laughs> mental gymnastics to put the the blame on him. Yes. <laughs> because I think she, she's been yeah. telling herself you're this whole time, you're right, that she shot like an eighteen year old boy in the face. <laughs> Yes, despite his height and his... Despite <laughs> all proof to the contrary. Yes. <laughs> she's been lying to herself. Yes. And now she's realizing she shot a little boy in the face on site and essentially made her, enlisted him as her bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, this is... As her child soldier. Her own personal Boma. child soldier, basically. Boma, you gotta do better. So she's <laughs> mad. She's like, you think you know somebody. That's what she says. Anyway, so uh, Goku pulls his pants up. Obviously, he never learned modesty. But it's not that he doesn't learn modesty. Goku does. He has no shame for his body. He's like Adam before eating the apple or whatever. He's a pure bean. That's why he just takes his dick and ass out all the time because he doesn't understand. Uh, He has no shame about his body. It's a it's a it's a it's a purity thing. Um, And and in that regard, like in in the. In the realm of body positivity, it is a healthy attitude to have. Yeah. At the same time, 12-year-old boy. So. Yes, that's true. Yep. <laughs> There's that, too. There's also that. <laughs> uh, the announcer then notices that they are dressed the same, and uh, Krillin says, that's right, because we were both uh, trained by Master Roshi. That's why we have the turtle hermit symbol. And the crowd goes, whoa. And that explains why our two boys are so powerful, because they've been trained by the greatest martial artist in the world, 
Master Roshi, the legend, and the announcer says it's crazy that he's still alive, causing Jackie Chun to fall over comedically. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really I kind of I've kind of felt like a little bit bad in this moment because like he lives for way longer. <laughs> one, one he lives for way longer. Like he is old. <laughs> like in in super right. Yeah. But, like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized, like, and as far as, like, where we're going with the with the story and, like, Z and Super and stuff. Yeah. Like, at one point in time, Master Roshi was considered the greatest martial artist in the world. Yes. And he went on to train this this kid who would later save the world, the universe afterlife mm-hmm. and multiverses yes. <laughs> like, he, he, yes, he, he gets outshone so hard by yep. goku in the span of his lifetime you know what i mean yep but he's the one who trained him he can always claim he that the, he's the one who trained him so like i i guess that's an accomplishment in and of itself if that doesn't get you laid out of bar what will right well <laughs> look uh hey you know that kid who saved the world i trained him yeah I, that's yo, what i would that's what i would tell every every chicken she does not have riz like no, his, his reverse riz, riz. Is, he has reverse riz he's yeah. a lecherous man <laughs> yeah he is a lecherous lecherous old creep um so uh he's like so oh, the announcer says uh, do you think your match against jackie chan will be an easy win Krillin says, I've not had an easy match yet. Which is funny, because he absolutely bodied those guys who used to bully, bully him at the Orange Temple, or whatever it was called. Yeah. He yeah. fucked all those guys up in the prelims, so. Uh, meanwhile, Yamcha, um, who, by the way, took about two episodes to come to this hypothesis. He's finally puzzled out after <laughs> two episodes of the pondering. Uh, that uh, Jackie Chun is, in fact, Master Roshi, and accuses him of such, and interrogates him. Uh, he tries to snatch his wig, tries to snatch him bald, as you might say. But Jackie Chun denies it and easily dodges Yamcha's attempt to snatch his hair. Uh, then Jackie Chun walks up to the arena and says, what about my interview? And Yamcha's like, well, we don't really have time. And that turns out to not be true because Jackie <laughs> immediately <laughs> steals the microphone and does a sing and, a song and dance number called The Martial Artist's Life is the Only Life for Me. I... Okay, I gotta, I gotta really parse this out. Yes, I watched the English dub of this. Same, and this one performance made me. I think it made me hate rap for like five minutes. <laughs> I think I watched it, and then after it was done. I looked at my Spotify and said, this genre sucks. <laughs> the martial artist's life is the only life for me. And not only that, he gets Goku to join in with him. Yeah, it's kind of a rap, right? Like, it's, I, it's, not, it's not like a just a song. It's like he's kind of rapping. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the 80s, so it was that style of, of, of rap or whatever, but like. A hip hop, a hippity hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. Oh uh, my goodness. Like, it, like, it, it's, it's, it's baffling to me. Like, yeah. But I mean, you know, I, like, I, I could see how kids could 
find this humorous. I mean, Goku <laughs> did. I think it's I think it's humorous in the sense that it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Like it was okay. It was awful. But again, Goku liked it to the point where they had choreography. Like I I yes. okay. You know what? As if they rehearsed it, yeah. This is exactly. This is the this is this is why I can never wrap my head around like movie musicals and stuff. Like the whole idea is suspension of disbelief and you're supposed to just like go along with the idea that these people like come up with a song and a choreographed dance just mm-hmm. out of nowhere and everybody hits their mark. Like yeah. this is a martial arts tournament. Yep. How is it that Goku can master fucking the moves alongside Jackie Chan? Well, he's just that good. You know, he watched him do one move and he just copied him. Because, you know, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> that should be the title of this. <laughs> uh, I also think it's kind of it's kind of bullshit that, like, when Goku grows up and all that, that people don't remember him. I think I brought this up before. Uh, but, like, Goku is such a charming, like, little boy. Yeah, he is. Like, how could you watch... And I understand this This tournament's not broadcast to the whole world, I guess. Only the people who are there, I guess, see this one, and they didn't start broadcasting them till Z. But, um... Mm-hmm. I would never forget this kid. If I saw a martial arts tournament where this kid was involved... Yeah. Like, I would, I would be like, whatever happened to that kid, he must be, like, you know, in his 20s by now. Like, by the time he's doing the stuff in Z... Mm-hmm. And showing up with the gold hair and all that, I'd definitely be like, "That's fucking Goku. That's the yeah. kid that I saw <laughs> like, I, twenty I, years ago." Isn't that isn't that the kid who like had a cloud at one point? Yeah, he flew on a cloud. He did the dance yeah. with Jackie Chan. Like, I don't remember everything about yeah, Goku. He's like magnetic. <laughs> yeah, like and 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 he dyed his hair. <laughs> yeah, that's all I would think. I'd be like, he just dyed his hair. <laughs> like the fact that no one remembers the Z like Goku once he gets older specifically. Oh, you know it's like he's very memorable. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So after the the dance number, which is <laughs> made more fun by the fact that Goku joins in on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the announcer uh, hits the gong, and it's time for Jackie Chan versus Kuririn. Uh By the way, the Japanese voice actor for Krillin. Is the same as Monkey D. Luffy. I just like to point that out. Uh, oh, because awesome. uh, she's goaded. Uh, yeah. So Krillin attacks Jackie Chun, but Jackie dodges all of his attacks, uh, in, including blocking a punch from mm. Krillin. And he mm. says, Oh, you've got some good power there, kid, but let's test your speed. Um, then Jackie Chan blitzes Krillin and knocks him backwards uh, onto his tush. Uh, Krillin says he couldn't even see that punch coming. Bulma, and also, I guess Bulma's speaking for the audience at large, doesn't understand what happened because she couldn't see it either. Mm-hmm. Um, Goku obviously saw it and tells Krillin that you can, you can, if you just focus, you can see his attacks. You've had the same training that I've had. So, uh, Jackie taunts Krillin, sort of, saying that was one of his slow punches, and now he's going to do a fast one. Uh, he charges Krillin, but this time Krillin, with his now focused mind, sees it coming and blocks with his own punch. Uh, Jackie tells Krillin that he rarely meets fighters that can see his movements, and Krillin tells Jackie that's because of his master, Master Roshi. I was trained by the best, he says. Uh, Jackie attacks Krillin, uh, 
and land, they, they do like a, a cool clash where they land on the, the other side of the ring from each other. Uh, but Krillin collapses on the ground. Uh, the announcer counts to 9.9, but Krillin makes it back to his feet to the oh. surprise of Jackie Chun and the awe of Goku in the crowd who are now cheering on this youngster in the underdog position. Uh, this, all this, heart. Lead, this leads to my favorite part of the episode, I believe. <laughs> yes. Like, what's, what's about to happen is my favorite part. Honestly. So, dig this, power scalers. <laughs> you fucking marks. <laughs> Want to talk about fucking speed feats and shit. Fucking pace. Weakest Krillin in Dragon Ball, more or less. Uh, and base Master Roshi, whoops, I mean Jackie Chan, uh, <laughs> were able to do this shit, so power scale this, you fucks. The announcer asked Jackie Chan what happened here, because nobody saw it. So they reenact it in slow motion. So he... <laughs> they do a slow reenactment. Uh, he started running at Krillin. Krillin um, also does the reenactment. They charge each other. Jackie went for a kick, uh, Krillin ducked, went for a punch, Jackie spit on him, which surprised Krillin, so he pulled his punch back, and then Jackie went for a punch, but Krillin blew his nose at Jackie, so Jackie said, I would change tactics, and instead of fighting, they did a rock-paper-scissors battle. Yeah. Jackie defeats Krillin, Krillin demands a two out of three. (laughs) Jackie says the rock-paper-scissors was just a distraction. Then I jumped up and kicked him in the back of the head, uh, and then I flew over and did a cool landing uh, on the other side of the ring. Uh, this here he gets the announcer to pick him up, literally. Yeah, the announcer has to come pick him up so he could do the jumping kick in slow mo. Yes, I I absolutely love the <laughs> idea that like uh, first off, this is a match. The announcer is not supposed to be interrupting in this. Match. No, but the <laughs> the viewers paid their money. They have to see what exactly. happens. Exactly. So yeah. I like to think that Jackie Chun and Krillin were like, "You're you're fucking with our match. You know what? We're gonna reenact it, and you're gonna be involved." And this yeah. Now, pick up this old man. <laughs> pick up this old man. He did the kick, boom, and then carry him over there where he does his cool landing. And then Krillin's like, "Hey, help me out for so I can do my part of the reenactment." So he announces to come back, pick up Krillin. For when Krillin goes flying across the ring after getting kicked. And he's like, and I did a flip too. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. He tries to flip Krillin, almost loses him. Krillin gets mad. <laughs> but then he does he does flip him around. And then Krillin lands in a cool pose. But then he passes out. Yeah. So, yeah, speed calc that. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many times the speed of light is that shit? Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know what? Take that, uh, that blue guy from the Ginyu Force who said he was the fastest. Burner, my ass, burner. <laughs> Did you do rock paper scissors when you when you were fucking up Gohan on <laughs> on Planet Namek? Yeah, did you did you have a whole rock paper scissors game during that fight? If no, then you're then you're not. You're mid, burner. <laughs> You scaled to Jace, bro. <laughs> How fucking good could you possibly be? <laughs> Jace is your partner. And J- J- Jace's whole thing is that he's handsome. Yeah. That's <laughs> he's the handsome funny. one of the Guinea Force. Um, anyway, so... 
the announcer then uh, says, wow, what a crazy speed these guys have, and gets everybody to clap and all that. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the fight continues, and they take their stances. Um, suddenly, Krillin pulls out his secret weapon. He's like, I can't beat this guy with traditional means. I saw how crazy he went over Ranfan, so it's time for ladies' panties. He throws them on the ground. Jackie drops his guard to pick them up, and then Krillin immediately flying kicks him in the face. Uh, sends him flying out of the ring. Um, this clearly would have been a ring out, and as Yamcha said, Krillin was about to defeat Master Roshi. However, uh, Jackie Chun... <laughs> who's not to be outdone by his pupil, says, well, I guess I'll have to pull this one out of the bag of tricks. Come <laughs> He commits himself back to the ring, and uh, Krillin's upset, as well he should be. Jackie Chun's like, if I was a normal guy, you would have won. Too bad for you. <laughs> now, now yes. at this point, yes. at this point, Everybody, everybody in this martial arts tournament knows who the legendary Master Roshi is. Yes. I assume that extends to the idea that they're aware of his technique of the Kamehameha. And that he invented it. And that he invented it. Yes. At this point, I feel like everybody should just be like, well, yeah, that's Master Roshi. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think in most reasonable circumstances. They even say early on, like, that <laughs> uh, they didn't know that, like, Master Roshi took on uh, apprentices, or, or there was a line like that. Right. So, if that's the case, what's the likelihood that these two kids and this old man were right. students of Master Roshi? Yeah, the old man's not wearing the turtle outfit. But he's doing the Kamehameha. The Come thing on. about this old man, Jackie Chun, <laughs> is that he's old. <laughs> so, where the fuck's he been? Right. right. <laughs> Everyone knows Master Roshi. And this Jackie Chun guy's like, well, now that I'm approximately this... Well, he's always been approximately the same age as Master Roshi. Now that I'm old, <laughs> I too would like to enter this martial arts tournament. <laughs> now that I am old. <laughs> but never before. <laughs> That's the thing. If the show was like, oh yeah, Jackie Chan answers every year and he wins or whatever. I'd be yeah. like, oh, okay, well. But there's like, there's nobody knew who this old man was. He came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's just, he's just an unknown entity. Right. Who just, again, popped out a Kamehameha wave. <laughs> I mean, I'm s- to assume yeah. that Master Roshi won all the tournaments before this. Right. So, like, I, isn't it kind of sus that he just doesn't show up one year, but a guy his age <laughs> shows up? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's kind of sus. sus. That's mad sus. Yeah. Who does the Kamehameha? So, well, like I said, the people in Dragon Ball are uh, not that smart. Uh, so, uh, Goku is like, oh, that's a nice Kamehameha. Um, so, the announcer goes, why? Well, it's not just Master Roshi that can do it. <laughs> Krillin uh, goes to attack him kind of desperately at this point because his, yes. his trump card did not work there. Uh, so Jackie uses the after image. Oh, so actually, no. First he goes to skull bash him. Jackie mm. just jumps over that and Krillin destroys a wall with his head, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, cool. 
Uh, Krillin charges again. Jackie Chun uses the after image technique. First time we've seen that in the verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Krillin attacks his after image. And then Jackie hits him from behind with a double chop on Krillin's neck. And that KOs Krillin. And we know for sure the fight's over because Jackie just leaves the ring. He just walks out of the arena <laughs> while the while the, the announcer counts to ten. Um, I I do okay. So one of my favorite tropes in anime, when done right, is like the the old unas- like the old unassuming master who's like he's goofy or you know he has his his you know uh uh in, you know he has his unique like intro whatever idiosyncrasies like, and his personality and he's yeah. wacky and goofy and shit yeah. but can turn into a serious threat when the time it comes like yep. it's in hunter, hunter um and martial it's arts in, films it's yeah, a big stable there shit. yeah it was so cool to just see him chop the neck of Krillin and then just just walk away. <laughs> like, so badass! Like, <laughs> he just he literally goes, he chops his neck, turns around, goes. You can count to a thousand. He's not getting up from that. Yeah, and uh, which that's a line we've heard in pro wrestling before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> count to a hundred. He ain't getting up from that. Uh, <laughs> after that, yeah, Jackie just walks off. Really cool. And yeah, Krillin does not get up. <laughs> he is. Uh, Jackie Chun is declared the winner, advancing to the finals. After the match, Goku compliments Krillin on a fight well fought, which it was. He put up a good fight. Uh, Jackie Chun agrees that he fought well. Also, at one point, Jackie Chun notes that Krillin is stronger than he was when he was his age. So, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Stronger than 13-year-old Master Roshi. Uh, Yamcha again accuses Jackie Chun of being Master Roshi, this time in front of Goku and Krillin. Uh, like, yeah, but Master Roshi's bald. Yamcha goes to rip Jackie Chun's hair off, but it stays on. Uh, he's like, of course it stays on. How dare you? That hurts. Uh, Goku says Jackie does not smell like Master Roshi. Uh, Jackie Chun is shown putting on, uh, orange cologne. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning that he knew that Goku's sense of smell would give him away. Mm -hmm. And he prepared for that, too. What a maniac. Like what? Like the lengths that this man, this old man, goes yeah. to hide his identity, yeah, is both like incredible. At the same time, though, why did you do the Kamehameha way? That's my only <laughs> sticking point. My only sticking point is you will go. You, I don't know what glue on your toupee. You'll change your body odor. You've changed your name to Jackie Chun. Yes. But you'll do the one move that is associated with well, Master Roshi. It, it kind of it kind of makes Krillin look good that he was he was forced to do it. He had no yeah. other way of returning to the ring. Yeah, he definitely so. put Krillin over. So yeah, that's good. It did. He Krillin made him use the Kamehameha, which he definitely didn't want to have to do because uh, it exposes his secret. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so in the, in the subsequent episodes, we get a really cool speech from Master Roshi about why he's doing this. Uh, it, or he's, like, Krillin and Goku are already, like, two of the strongest people on Earth, but he doesn't want them to realize that. So mm-hmm. he has to challenge them and give them something to uh, aspire to. Because if Goku already realizes he's, like, the strongest person on Earth at age 12, he'll become complacent. And so this way, uh, he can remain the goal for Goku to keep chasing if he can 
defeat him in this tournament. And I really, that's a really dope bit of writing from Toriyama. Uh, but also, like, really lays out the whole layout of Dragon Ball, which is, uh, you know, adventure arc, tournament arc, adventure arc, tournament arc, adventure arc, tournament arc, basically. But Goku doesn't win this tournament, spoilers, everybody, uh, for the 40-year-old manga that started everything. <laughs> uh, Goku, he takes him three tries to win this tournament. And yeah. that was a really cool bit of uh, storytelling by Toriyama, I think. I li- yeah, and I and, and you know what? I absolutely can respect that. Like it's it's the uh, you know dragon you know Dragon Ball is the fucking prototype of most mm-hmm. anime. So like I I absolutely like it when like the main character enters a tournament, doesn't win, it gives him more room for improvement. He has a good showing. Mm-hmm. And if another tournament arc comes along, like he, he can then show what skills he's picked up in the intervening time. It's like we get to see, watch him like grow and learn and become stronger and adapt and set up maneuvers and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think it's a it's a it's a perfect execution of uh, the idea of what a tournament arc is uh, meant to do. Absolutely. And it didn't take. Fucking 20 years to do that, Pokemon! Okay? <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> Fucking. Um, just keep milking that cow. Just keep making more yeah. Pokemon. More just Pokemon to more- catch. Gotta catch them all, but now there's more of them. Yeah, there's more There's more Pokemon. How this dare you make money? This one is a bird with a hat on it. <laughs> How dare you be an unending franchise with unlimited milk? Yeah. <laughs> Cow's got unlimited milk for that franchise. Anyway, uh yeah, out of uh, seven Dragon Balls, Maurice, how would many would you give this here episode twenty four? Um I liked the I liked the um you know, I liked the the matchup between Krillin and uh Master Rush oh I'm sorry, Jackie Chan. Um, and I, you know, I, I thought that it was, I thought it was unique how it played out, especially with the break of demonstrating what they did. <laughs> um, I got to dock it some points just because, uh. It made you hate rap? Yeah, it made me hate rap. <laughs> fair. And, uh, and again, we saw, uh, this, uh, 12 year olds, uh, Dragon Balls and Gohan. So I'll give it. Five out of seven. Five Dragon Balls out of seven. Mm. See, I was going to give it a bonus for us seeing Goku's ass, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm with you, Maurice. I think <laughs> I think five out of seven is exactly appropriate. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, it was um, it's a fun app. It's not quite the peak of Goku versus Nam, uh, with its next episode, uh, yeah, which we've already done on the podcast. So you can go back and listen to. <laughs> Me and Joe from the Spirit I'll just talk about that one. Because uh, that shit is lit. Uh, but it was still a lot of fun. The whole reenactment of the fight thing was a great gag. Uh, that was a good And also, uh, cope more power scalers for speed feats. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great stuff. And so, Maurice, it brings us to everyone's favorite segment of every week of the show. It's Plugs! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hear that train coming. It's the plug train. Maurice, please tell the, the people at home about you and your wares. Choo-choo! 
Okay, uh, you can find me personally on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, again, I'm not calling it that other name. Uh, Twitter at Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. Um, you can also find me and my uh, 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 my podcast partner, Odochi, um, on our podcast, the Black and Snurdy Podcast. Uh, you can find us on, you know, Black and Snurdy Pod on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. And uh, the podcast is available uh, wherever you want to listen to it. Um, admittedly, uh, I am working through the backlog. If you are looking at it and it says that it is up to uh, episode 80, we have actually been recording uh, more episodes after that. Uh, I just took a break because I had a little thing called unemployment to deal with. So I uh, will be editing and uploading uh, the backlog of those episodes very soon so that uh, we will be up to date. If, you, if you're looking forward to something, look forward to me having a very fun review for uh spider-man into the spider-verse i love back when i saw it in fucking june <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say it's all it popped up on netflix now it's uh yeah yeah i'm gonna finally yeah. dig into this two hour plus fucking phenomenon um but uh yeah i heard it's good lord and miller don't miss man they just make good stuff um yeah they make good stuff and they uh work their uh animators to death <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, speaking of workers' rights, uh, Hangman Page. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so <laughs> can't wait for Jack Perry to come back. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh well, support, <laughs> support the podcast at page.com/slash/bospod. Uh, also the sister show. Uh, talking Naruto, hosted by me and Benel Herdmosen, is in the war arc of Naruto Shippuden, and as we've uh, announced, uh, we're not just gonna abandon you, like, uh, <laughs> perhaps former hosts of this show might have done, <laughs> even though I love them. Uh, me and Benel have announced that we are, uh, stopping Naruto after Shippuden's over. We're not doing Boruto. We, ref- we simply can't. <laughs> we, we simply cannot. So if you wanna... Listen to us talk about Naruto. You gotta get in now while we're doing the war arc. Madara's... Actually, Obito's popping off over there. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at LawVanguard and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Comedy, where uh, I'm uploading the laziest content that I do. <laughs> but somehow it's monetized. I don't know. Listen, I... <laughs> I used to work hard to make YouTube content, and I didn't make a goddamn dime on that shit. I, I put out the laziest shit there is, and all of a sudden, now I'm monetized. I, I The world's stupid. It, it's, called working ho- it's called working smarter, not harder. It's working smarter, Maurice. That's what I'm doing over there. So come, <laughs> come hang out and uh, enjoy that stuff. And, uh, yeah, um, as uh, always, uh, we'll see you next week. For another episode, uh, not 25, it'll probably be 28, <laughs> of another episode of Ballin' Out. Super! Adios, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
X go give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to ya. Knock, knock, open up the door to spill. Hit the non-stop, pop out and stay in the spill. Go hard, getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if he cares. Damn right, and I do it again. Too long. Don't give up.